but if I, I mean, if I, if I'm being honest, it was it was a while back, and I don't really remember the program that well. But you said in the emails that we argued about free will, so I'm. I'm Well, look, I mean, let's, di- John isn't here yet, but let's dive right in. Mike, uh, it's a pleasure, pleasure to have you back on the show. Mike, do you prefer Mike or Michael? My, I usually Mike. Mike, usually it's a Mike. pleasure to have you back on the program. You are wrong about free will. I don't remember what your opinion on free will is, but I'm just going to go on record as saying I disagree with it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> my... Basically, I'm way too amped up already. Basically, I'm a I'm a free will libertarian. I oh, think that okay. I think that the Copenhagen interpretation of mm-hmm. quantum physics leaves enough wiggle room for you know if I'm going to choose whether I'm going to go to Burger King or Subway, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it was written at the beginning of the Big Bang. Nah, you're not non deterministic. Right. Fair. I mean, I guess I'm not. Well, I mean, we're disagreeing we're, with that. <laughs> we're large. We're largely deterministic beings, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, I just think there's enough to where it is. Like, if you rewound things, I don't think. Uh, sure. But I don't know. I'm not saying I. I know for sure. I just. <laughs> I'm I'm not necessarily disagreeing with listeners. You, this is being Jim Davis. You're listening to being Jim <laughs> Davis. It's a, pod, it's a gar, podcast about Garfield. Um, uh, please subscribe your friends when they aren't looking. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. And I am Michael Kusmanoff, and I am Jim Davis. Mike, it's a joy to have you on the program again. I'm not sure that quantum. Me- quantum indeterminacy gives you the kind of free will you're looking for but i guess i'm not maybe i've just become older and wiser in the past year or two since we've last had you on the show i guess i'm not as convinced that i'm right and you're wrong I, who's to say well no no i'm not convinced i i just i really don't like the idea of mm. being completely deterministic mm-hmm. i don't know I can res- I can respect that. I um, listeners, where's I like the, the idea of throwing the dice. You know, mm-hmm. at, at least a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I I I hear you. I'm not sure that indeterminate indeterminacy gives us what we want from free will, and I'm not sure that determinism takes it, but I guess I am uncertain. I'm uncertain enough that I'm not here to anyway. Uh, (laughs) Listeners, today is Monday, December 31st, 1984. We're reading the 2388th ever Garfield. Um, John Gibson, maybe he'll show up. Maybe he won't. That guy, you know, who's to say? Anyway, um, if, if if you're willing to reveal, can you tell me where you are in the world these days? Oh, I'm living in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, nice. I just, yesterday I voted for uh, recreational marijuana, but we lost. <laughs> Didn't go through, I'm afraid. No, I, I did what I could. Um, okay, I, did, I didn't realize you were in Tulsa. Were you, were you in Tulsa last time, we, last time we connected? Yep, yep. Last time I was just a dog bather. 
now mm-hmm. I'm doing a little bit of grooming. Oh, oh! So I, Let, I, I took a class last year. <laughs> listeners, I, I mean, this is this is an audio medium, but I, I, I don't know. Where's my dog? I'd, I'd like to hold him up to the to the webcam, and you could like give me some pointers as to how to groom him. Okay, better, but he's not, not here right now. George, come here! Come here! Come here! George, you're good. Of all the times for him not to be curled up at my feet. No, he did. All right. Well, I'm, we're not going to get dog grooming tips. Um, I, I think the last time we were on together, I was in Kansas City. Um, so we were we were quite close, uh, fairly close geographically. I'm currently in Honolulu because, you know, weird things have intervened. Um, but yeah, what are you going to do? Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, listeners, cool. listeners, there's a Garfield. This is Monday, December 31st, 1984. Uh, Garfield 2388. Um, Mike, I didn't even ask. I think you're there on the spreadsheet. Is that correct? Yeah, I have the spreadsheet on my open on my Windows computer. I'm talking there to you go. on my Chromebook. Okay. I got it all in front of Excellent. me. Excellent. You got it all. And I'm recording on the Zoom call. I don't know if you're able to record locally. We you ordinarily we do this conversation before the show starts, but I tried to install uh, Audacity on my Chromebook, but it I couldn't no get God, it to no open luck. up. So no. well, look, no. Audacity is kind of garbage. I still use it. Nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, what can you do? Um, listeners, Ryan Pfeiffer didn't write us new synopses. So what are you gonna do? Um, we got we got a Garfield here. There's three panels. Um, panel one, John. This is basically standard countertop position. Only Garfield is in his bed, uh, covered wagon style, blanket blanket over his head. John Arbuckle is there at the left. He's excited. He says, "Hey Garfield, get up! A new year is almost upon us. It's New Year's Eve." And Garfield responds in thought, "Great, wake me up next year." That's that's panel one. All right. Panel two, John is looking a little less excited. He's saying, Mm -hmm. come on, I'm having a party tonight and I want you to be there. Mm. John Arbuckle doesn't seem like the kind of guy who hosts successful parties, but I feel like we saw him host a New Year's Eve party a few years back and it seemed like a lot was going on. So I don't know. In panel three, there's a big, here's the big reveal. <laughs> um, Garfield pops out of the bed. He's thinking, if you insist, and he's, he is so dressed for this party. He's wearing, well, oh, please. He was, he was obviously faking John out the whole time. He's under the covers with this outfit on, yeah. with the champagne in his hand. He's like, man, wait till John sees me like this. Yeah, this this guy is ready to go. He's he's wearing a what is that black and magenta checked suit. hot hot pink hot pink green and yellow polka dot bow tie. He's holding a noisemaker in his left paw, and I want to say that's a martini rather than champagne right, right. Martini. in his right paw. Yeah, but Marti- you're right for sure. Um, and then like a, it's not lasagna, it's alcohol. Yeah. And then like a three pointed party hat, like a tri tri corner party hat with diagonal (laughs) stripes and green pom-poms on it. Um, and John is befuddled and dumbfounded. Uh, and that's the joke. That's the joke is that Garfield looks funny. 
and he was i don't know that's all i got yeah you got you got anything more uh, on this one mike it's it's not a it's not a bad strip i don't think it's a, i think it works for the most part i think so i i I think, you know, famously, at least famously in this very small community, I'm a big fan of a, a visual gag strip rather than a word gag strip. I think Jim Davis is yeah. better at them. It's, it's very, very colorful, yeah. very bright neon fluorescent colors. Yeah, I, 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 I don't hate this. I think it's well done. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm looking closely, John's facial expression is funny. He's He's dumbfounded. Garfield's facial expression is very nicely underdone. He's pleased with himself. He's a little smug. He's not mugging for the camera. He's not doing a big, you know, ta-da party face. He's just like, he's very casual and a little smug. And I, I think that's, yeah, that's what's selling it, it for me. It, it's standard Garfield smug face. Mm. Yeah, I think that the overdone outfit with the underdone expression is actually what the, this final panel rewards repeated viewing. It's like the, the more <laughs> I look at it, it gets better rather than worse. And that's not always the case for a Garfield. Right, it's uh, not always the case. Yeah. Um, listener, I, I, I don't have anything more to say about this one, Mike. I don't know if you do. Um, uh, let's see. No, I, not really. I do have to make, and I wish John were here for this because he deserves an equal portion of the blame. But I can't, I can't wait any longer. Listeners, we owe you a major apology, and Mike, I'm sorry that you have to be here for this. Like some shame, honestly, is the catchy today. Okay. Basically, the past over the past week, you know what? No, no, I'm going to skip it. John deserves to be here to take his share of the blame. Millicent, cut all this out. This episode's over. Thank you and good night. That uh, was Monday. Okay. I'm, I'm not apologizing. This podcast was brought to you by the, the Pitch Drop Podcast <laughs> yes, Network. Like what fair. you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.